0: Just know you're not alone, because I'm going to make this
1: place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sikoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you for the next 30 minutes. Hope you're having a good Sunday in the studio with me. Two great people who I think you will appreciate. Uh, one, knows the real estate law like nobody's business. Lee Harris of Limestone Title... Our number is 649-7964. Thanks for being here, Lee.
2: Thank you for having me, Bob.
1: Also, my buddy, Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. His number is six four five zero seven three six. Good to have you here, Mr. Rocky. Good morning. Good morning. There is, uh, Lee, I heard about this, and I think uh, I, we just want to touch on it, that there's this scam going on an alert. Uh, letters are being received by some of our listeners. They come from appraisers and Local appraiser, maybe public uh, PVA, um, that the letter stating that the homeowner's homestead exemption, so these are obviously for older folks, homestead exemption has expired and their property taxes will be raised unless they pay a fee to the appraisal district and the information's on this letter. Any truth? Have you heard anything like this going on? I
2: have not heard anything about that, but I'm very skeptical of that.
1: Yeah. Um, they don't expire?
2: No. And if you apply for your homestead exemption, obviously, people who are over 65 can get that for their home. I've never heard of it expiring, and I've never heard of you having to pay anything to anyone to extend it or anything like that. That sounds like a scam to me.
1: Okay. So here's the deal, folks. If uh, for some reason... You are over 65 and you've got the exemption. You're hearing this now. Don't pay any attention to it. And if you've got parents or grandparents, you may want to have this conversation. If you get a letter, do not uh, send any money. Don't do anything. In fact, have them contact you, and you can even contact me, and I'll put you in contact with Lee or you can call Lee directly point is um, it doesn't expire yes randy
0: speaking of scams and all the uh, the, are you understanding uh, are you familiar with the equifax breach
1: oh yeah of course yeah yeah
0: and i just want to let uh, any of our listeners let them know they can call me direct and i will pull their credit for free Mm. um and be glad to make sure that they're they're not being affected by the uh, breach so they they're more than welcome to call me at any time
1: and i think equifax has also published a link that you can have them have a watch put on your credit as well you can but yeah. i i really recommend you go to uh, to someone in the financial field and really have them look and get at it, done. it. yes so absolutely randy's number is 6450736 all right thanks buddy Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning.
3: Hi, Bob. Yeah. This is Peggy. Hello. I am just calling because I, I have a question. Okay. I don't know whether this was ethical or not. I don't think it was illegal, but we put a contract on a house, and it was contingent on us selling the house we were currently in. Mm-hmm. And our real estate agent it helped us do that. But then she told us the house had sold. But she was the one who sold it to these other people. Mm. Now this has really stuck in my craw. And I, I just want to know if I know it's not illegal, but in my mind it's an it's very unethical mm-hmm. that she would sell that house being our our real estate agent to someone else. Mm. Just want to know what you think I'm gonna hang up and wait for the answer bye
1: okay. hi there bye there okay thanks Peggy. So Lee, this is not the first time you've heard this story though something like this right? no yeah, it's not. Yeah. And
2: I'll tell you, there's two things. One is, if you are going to have a contingency for the sale of your home, mm-hmm. then I would very much recommend that you have an actual form. There's a form in Louisville that the Louisville Association of Realtors puts out. It's very detailed about the time frames, the deadlines, how you're notified if there's another offer, what time do you have to either get a bridge loan or sell your home and release the contingency. So that's the first thing. You really need that versus just, hey, we have a contingency to sell our home, okay? Mm-hmm. The second thing is... <clears throat> It would not necessarily be unethical for the person to sell the home to another buyer because if you have a legitimate contingency, then your timeframes would kick in and you would still have the right to get it. However, I would say that if your agent is also selling to another buyer, they should, under fiduciary standards, you know, representing both of you, have the permission of both of you to be making a contract on the same house for both of you. So, yes, I think there is a question there about, how that was handled. Yeah,
1: and I think a, a good pon, a point on this thing is uh, basically, here's how I would handle it. I think you have to be very transparent. I think the essence of the question is if I'm representing Peggy as her agent and then here comes Randy coming along and both Peggy and Randy are looking at the same house, it is my responsibility to let Peggy know right. that I'm also working with Randy and he may make an offer on the house Absolutely. as well. Because as long as we're up front and above board and very transparent, no one's going to get mad at you. You're telling them exactly what you're doing.
2: Right. Because buyer number one would know that they could be having their contingency come into play. Right. And buyer number two would know they might not get the house because of the contingency. So right. if both people are okay with that and sign off on that, then you're, you're good in, to, you're go. to go. If, if they're okay. both in the dark, then no.
1: Got it. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
0: Hey, Bob, this is Jonathan. I yeah. uh, just had a question. Uh, my lender called me and said that we need to write a extension um, on, on the house that we're purchasing because we are getting a USDA loan. Uh, what does that mean, and why do we need to write an extension?
1: Randy, USDA, does it? Is it problematic that they can't get the job done, or is it just something uh, quirky? Well, there be, could be a couple things. First of all, it could be that
0: they're backed up. Right now, I don't think they are, though, mm-hmm. uh, uh, USDA. Uh, the lender could have uh, delayed sending in the information to USDA, uh, or they could have done a 30 day lock on the loan. So then, rather than a 45 day, I always do 45 day locks. I just think it's much more. Or 30, uh, 30 to
1: 45 days is standard when we write these uh, contracts. They right?
0: are, exactly. I mean, and, and hopefully we get them clear or closed within 15 days. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, uh, maybe they did a 30 day lock when they should have done a 45 day. So the extension usually means. That you, the buyer, is going to have to pay a little extra money uh, for uh, the lock being extended. Usually, about an eighth of the loan amount. So, if it's a hundred thousand dollar loan, it would be one hundred and eighty bucks, somewhere in that area. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. But again, I, that's one of those things where Jonathan, not knowing the particulars of what's going on, right. we really we don't know. But right, the bottom line is here there could be a lot of things. a lot of moving a lot of parts. factors. Yeah, there there are some, and most buyers don't realize how many moving factors there are. And what's interesting, as a seller's agent, I do a lot of, representing a lot of sellers, my sellers are constantly saying, okay, well, where are we in the loan process? But, Rennie, as you know, I can't ask you specific questions about it because it's against the law. You're exactly right. And we do do send an email out every week, as you well know,
0: and giving you updates, and we also call. But, yes, there are certain things because of privacy reasons we cannot uh, yeah. Yeah. disclose. Exactly.
1: All right. Do you, both of you have decks, am I correct? Yes. Decks? No I deck? Don't. I have a sunroom. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I have That's a double a, deck. Whoa, double, you're going to pay special attention to this. Okay. If you have decks and one of my clients, Billy, uh, thought she was doing the right thing with her deck, that she was going to have something that she would go to the hardware store buy to renew and refinish and... Make it look good because she's thinking about selling her house. So she purchased, she purchased this thing for aging decks. Listen to this. Billy, we're in your house. We're looking through it. We come to the deck. What's going on here?
3: I put Restore on it. And first of all, it took twice the amount of product as what they said. It was very difficult to put on. It stayed on there for approximately two years. And then after that, it started coming off in sheets. And now I have taken off the majority of it, and there's still product on there that I can't get off.
1: Hmm. Have you gone back to who you bought it from and said, look, this is not working properly. I need you to give me a refund or have someone come out and fix it?
3: No. There was a class action lawsuit against them, uh, but it said I had to have a receipt, and that was long gone several years ago.
1: Yeah, that's a problem if you've lost the receipt. Now, I can tell you, if you know the store you bought it from, hardware stores, uh, the big box stores typically they can sometimes go back for a while and try to pull the receipt, especially if you're having a problem with one of the items that they sold. But this is not the first time. That's why I'm airing that interview. This is not the first time I've heard about this product. So uh, I would tell you, review if you if you've got the product, review what you where you bought it from, bring it back, uh, and you may not have it anymore. Obviously, because it's been a time of period that. From the time you put it down until the time it had a problem, But go back to the store you bought it for if you can remember, and ask them to look it up. It'll look based on your credit card, your name, or and or address. Hopefully, that will help you. Good morning, Bob Stickoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio, eight forty WHAS. Hello. Hey Bob, this is Steve. Yeah, I bought a house and we're about to close. Should I hire a real estate attorney? So we're one of those states where you can, Lee. Sure.
2: Um, you can, and um, you know I'm a real estate attorney, so um, uh, I think I hope people don't get mad at me for saying this, but you don't really need one in Kentucky. They're being um, very honest. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, if you have a closing attorney or if you have a closing agent, um, they do represent the lender. They don't represent you. But as long as you feel comfortable with the paperwork, you should receive the paperwork at least three days ahead of time, according to law. Yeah. And you, if you have a real estate agent, you go for that with them. And as long as you feel comfortable with that, then you don't really need a real estate attorney at closing. If you don't feel comfortable or if you feel nervous, sure, you can hire a real estate attorney to either review your closing documents or attend closing with you. But that is definitely not the norm in Kentucky.
1: Yeah, and I should point out that there are a lot of people who like to sit at the closing table and read every document. That's perfectly all right. Uh, Some of the things, though, you should know is that those documents are standard. They are produced for every closing. So if you think you want to read every single word, I would contact the closing attorney, and your agent can tell you who. And the closing attorney can send you a, a set of these blank forms of everything that you're going to, to sign in advance so that you can do a really detailed review. But understand, these are required forms to close the house by both the lender and by the state of Kentucky. Yes, that's so true. I think it would be in your best interest if you're really concerned about it. Make sure you look at them ahead of time or hire an attorney but that's costing you more money, and my, from my standpoint, it's all about saving you money. So
2: I don't think it's necessary. Yeah,
1: you don't think. And Lee's the top attorney, so that that tells you right there. We are going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, more of your phone calls. Also, we've got one of the more unusual listings that is now online. That it was just spectacular, just not cookie cutter. That I got to tell you about in a couple of moments. In the studio, Lee Harris from Limestone Title. You can reach them. They do closings and a whole lot more. And you can pick the closing attorney you want. You can call Lee at 649-7964. Also, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy anytime to get a loan, and he does a great job, 645-0736. And you can reach me on my cell phone, whether you're looking to sell or to buy. You can reach me at 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? for additional cost information other restrictions may apply
4: in the real estate market sellers and buyers have great expectations and as a real estate agent you take pride in fulfilling them but some things are beyond your control So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today.
3: When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours. I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokola. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home.
1: Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sikola, the Louisville Real Estate Show in the studios. Randy Rocky from Swan Financial. You can reach him at six four five zero seven three six. Also, Lee Harris from Limestone Title at 649-7964. Thank you guys for being here. And Barbara Corcoran, who is uh, now a star. Uh, she was already a star, but now she is a dancing with the star star. So uh, you'll see that the commercial uh, playing in that as well. And of course, I'm getting a lot of heat from my staff and all that. I'm going to be the next star to dance with her. Well, okay, good luck on that. But we thank you, Barbara, and we love her dearly. And she talks about us because we really do a good job. We've been number one in the Louisville and surrounding area now. I think it's coming up on seven years in a row. So thanks, Barbara, for all your help. All right, uh, back to the phones in just one moment. If, by chance, you are thinking about selling your home, We have a free no-obligation booklet that will give you, well, quite frankly, lots of tips, things you can do, ways you can do better uh, in terms of selling your home. No obligation. It's free of charge. Send me an email. uh, Bob at weselllouisville.com is the email address. Put tips or booklet, 150 steps plus another 50 steps that we're combining into it. So it will help you whether you're doing it now or in the next year or so or more. These are great tips for you. Bob at weselllouisville.com and put 150 steps or tips in the subject line and we'll do it. We have a new listing we'll send out to you. The new listing, it's downtown in the Nulu area. Have you all built been down to Nulu? Love it. Love it. Yep. So the address is 223 South Hancock Street. That's 223 South Hancock Street and it used to be a firehouse. That's oh, what's cool. so cool. It really is. Donna and Mort McCormick bought the condo for their son. He was going to U of L, but he graduated.
4: The history of the condo is that it was an 1800, um, in the 1800s firehouse, which was renovated in 2001 mm-hmm. into five units. So there are three units upstairs that are livable units for... Um, people to live in and um, there's a bakery downstairs currently Mm -hmm. and there is an art gallery and a photo shop on the other side. Um, Actually they do photography not a photo shop.
1: Anybody who wants something unique because it's not the standard cookie cutter condo. Right. Unique with two levels and Mm -hmm. views of the city.
4: It is unique in that it has the um, the beams as part of the original firehouse. It's a loft unit so it's not just a you know, regular, if you will, apartment. It, it has a unique feature, an open feature downstairs, and with the loft and um, the view of um, the west and the sun setting to the west, you do get some nice afternoon hues coming through the windows.
1: And it's really close to U of L for the most part. So, if your son or daughter is thinking about going to U of L, this would be a great place to, for them to, uh, to be to buy and then put them up there rather than staying in the dorms or wherever near rental places near and closer and then you're able to sell it and and make money or at least sell it for what you paid for and uh, you've got the advantage of a tax write-off as well that again is 223 south hancock street all right back to the phones we go good morning bob sicola louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas hello
3: hi this Katie, um, I am recently put a contract on a house. We we're through the going through the process and had the appraisal done. The appraisal was done. We're looking going close to uh, two weeks now, and I'm just curious. It seems from talking to other people why the appraisals taken so long in my case, and others are getting the appraisals back in within a day or two because it's holding everything up, and now we're getting out of um, our parameters to close.
1: Hmm. i uh, sorry to hear that, Katie. Randy. It- Is it a problem that the appraisers are just overworked? What's going on?
0: Well, what I understand is they're overworked and underpaid. And uh, with all the new regulations that have come in, uh, you have to use a third-party appraisal system because they're afraid that the lender and the the appraiser might be in cahoots or the real estate agent and do uh, uh, have values that are not correct, et cetera, et cetera, straw buyers. There's all kinds of fraud they're trying to prevent. And it's caused, uh, it's caused a problem on the other side. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, service levels are tough on third-party appraisal uh, systems right now.
1: So let me tell you how this works for us. Let me tell you what went on. So back in uh, 2005, 6, seven, eight, nine, you know, the, the, the time that everything went to, the, uh, to into the dumper in terms of home sales, what uh, was discovered was in some cases banks, not all cases, banks were working with appraisers. So let's say in Florida – they said uh, a bank needed an appraisal for $300,000. they would say to the appraiser, good old boy, hey, we need 300000 and the appraiser would go out and make it work. So the, when the government re, basically recreated the guidelines in 2012, they created a third party, and now the, the banks can no longer talk to the appraisers. That's, that's the law, right? Now, to, this third party is staffed, and to pay for their salaries – what they did was they added another $100 per person to the uh, buyer's fees, correct? I think at least. Bob. At least 100 yeah. And then, this is the part that really gets uh, tough, they took $100 away from each appraiser That's right. for the appraisal they did. And they tightened the guidelines even tighter than what they were. Well, they weren't so tight before, let's face it. But now they've tightened these guidelines. So here's the thing. They can go back a half a year, they can go uh, within a... Subject subdivision or half a mile radius from the subject subdivision uh, and do their report. But if they can't find comparables, they have to go back out further or back in time. They have to do more documentation on that appraisal. And here's the worst part. They're not getting paid extra to do that. So they're, they're upset to begin with. Appraisers, they're getting paid less money. And now in some cases, they've got to do more work on it and getting no extra fees for it. So as a result... They're not so happy, and, and I think anybody can understand that. If you put yourself yeah. in their shoes, as a, the job is not easy to begin with. There's a lot of data they got to go through. But then, on top of that, you take some of their money away from what they're doing and add more work to it. So, I, I you know, and I, I understand what the government did, but it was just—it's almost like you. Why would you hurt appraisers who were doing a good job, especially in Louisville? We had a great group. Of, right. We never had that problem. No. That was happening around the, much of the country in southern states, east coast, west coast. Here we had a regular three percent or so appreciation on many homes, so that's that's what the problems begun. And so, if you're having a problem in this case, Katie, that the things have slowed down, it may be that the appraisers are backed up. There was an appraisal board, but Lee, the appraisal board has been now rolled into this overseeing group now, right?
2: Yes. Well, now there's uh, what's called the real estate authority. Yeah. And that includes appraisers, real estate agents home inspectors, and uh, auctioneers. So hmm. they're all now rolled into one board. There are still people from each previous board that work there, right. but there's a lot fewer people. So it's it's now been rolled into one thing called the Real Estate Authority.
1: You no, know, it's interesting. The name of our building over at Remax Properties East, you know what that is? The Real Estate Place? Yeah, but it's almost like Authority Place. I just never know. Okay, so... <laughs> But anyway, so they're there. There used to be uh, – you can challenge it. You can still challenge an appraisal. Sure. It just takes a lot of time. That's yeah. the biggest problem.
0: It does, and it's very difficult to get it changed. It, it really, really is. is. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're probably less than 2%, and literally.
1: It, right. You can't <laughs> talk to the appraiser, but no. we can in some cases. Right. There's some That's guidelines correct. like VA loans we can't talk. But we can go back to them, and I've done that. But they don't want to deal with us because, no. let's face it, they're not getting paid to deal they're with it. They're not getting paid yeah. and they have to redo it. Yeah, not, why would I do it? Right. Yeah, it used to be years ago, it would be a little bit different, but now not anymore. So, anyway, Katie, we hope he you answered your questions. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Seculder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning.
3: Hi, Bob. This hey. is Alicia. Hello. We have Deerheads. Um, mounted on the walls in my son's bedroom, we are listing our home. Would you leave them up or take them down in order to sell
1: the home? Oh, it's funny that you even call in because I don't. This is not the people I, I was with a, a couple this past week that I walked in and I looked at the deer heads. They had them in their living room. I said, you know, it probably would not be the best thing to have those up. They said, well, yeah, we know, we know. So here's the answer: you can leave them up there, but it you, the concern is you want to appeal to as many people as possible. And then there are a lot of folks who enjoy, love hunting. There are a lot of folks who don't. So you don't want to turn off potential buyers, especially when the pictures, like for pictures that we take, uh, you're going to see all the details in the entire room. Maybe there's some agents you want to hire that maybe they take with their camera, their phone camera, they take a couple pictures and you won't see the deer heads. But when they get there in person, you go ahead and you see these, you're going to see the deer heads. So I would say it would be in your best interest to take the deer heads down and then just store them somewhere at a site. And then in your new house, you can put them back up and you can go ahead and display them as nice as you'd like. Good idea. If you've missed one of our past shows on 840 WHAS, eh, no problem, get a load of this. Head to com. It's all one word, louisvillerealestateradio.com. And you'll see all of our shows lined up in order. You'll be able to hear a lot of Randy and Lee's responses. You can also go to iTunes, do a search on the podcast. We've hooked up with Apple. And you can do a search for Louisville Real Estate Radio, and you'll see our podcast and subscribe to that. And you'll be able to listen, download it on your iPhone, and listen to it in the car, wherever you might be. If you're traveling, take it with you, and you can hear... Some of the questions and answers and fun that we've had with our show. Again, that's any one of our past shows here on News Radio 840 WHAS. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sikoler, Lula Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
4: Hi, Bob. This is Rita. Yeah. We're thinking about selling our home in the next couple of months. Uh-huh. What should we do to add value to our home?
1: Loaded question, Rita. So let's start at the very beginning, curb appeal. It's the number one thing. People are going to drive by your home. They're going to see pictures online, and you need to make it look good, even in the, the fall and winter time, folks. And by the way, one of the things I think especially is if you've been on the market through the summer and you haven't sold, and there are some, uh, some homes that haven't, uh, come the fall, it may be worth taking pictures where leaves are on the lawn to give it that fall look Uh, you can leave the pictures from the summer but we just like seeing updated pictures giving the that fact that it's fresh listing so we start with pictures of the front so it needs you want to have mulch that looks good and you may not need to buy new mulch folks you just take a rake and rake it around and it will freshen it up fluff it up Uh, put some mums in you can get the mums in there give you some color Uh, And then just make sure it's clean and nice and tidy. Inside, it's always important to do a fresh paint. That gives you a great feel. And by the way, if you are looking for a painter, and I'm almost scared to give this out because um, this guy is so spectacular in price. If you call me or email me, I'll send you my guy's name. He's much less expensive than a lot of painters that we've ever seen. And he's done work for me and my family. I can, I can tell you he's a good guy. So, so we want to paint the walls a neutral color, light gray, uh, light tan. Uh, that, those are the colors that are in. No bold colors. And then the trim. You want to make sure you do a glossy or semi-gloss uh, paint coat, fresh paint coat on all the trim. Make sure the woodwork looks good. So if you've got dogs and they, they've been scratching against the wood, you want to have that repaired um, if you can do it or even the painters can do it to make sure it looks new because people look at the house and they say, oh, i got to do this when I move in. And it's a negative. And then go through the room and stage. And what by that means less is more. Go through each room. Take usually, I mean, we're all guilty of this, putting too much stuff in our homes because that's how we live. But when we sell, you want to try to remove pictures of the family or at least adults. You want to get rid of stuff on the Um, fireplace, too much in the closets, pack the stuff you're not going to need, because you're going to be moving and got to get it out of there anyway. So pack it all up, and that should help you. That's a start. Again, our 150 steps really has more to it. Send me an email, bob at Louisville.com, Say 150 steps or same thing, bob at com and painter, and I'll send that out to you as well. We're out of time. My thanks to Lee Harris from our dear place over at Limestone titled great people, 649-7964. And Randy Rocket, who Rocky is even right now, as we're talking, working loans, even on this early Sunday morning over at Swan Financial, 645-0736. Thank you both for being here. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. We're ready to help you buy or sell. Hope you have a great week. Back next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.